Yo, what is up, everybody? Shut up! And listen, we are back. Like we never left. Fresh new episode, lots more news. We got Johnny Boy. What's up, baby? No fresh haircut on me, though. We got Duvac. What's up, what's up? And we got myself, your host. Young, fresh. Young, freshy. Exactly, on Thursday. Duvac fresh with his jacket. Look like a pilot. Yeah, (laughs) Out of the 1970s. Damn. Like a drink. What are they called? Like uh, like dog fights? The pilots, they get in dog fights. That's what you look like, bro. You just need that hat. Oh, shit. But this is going to be Duvek's last episode for a very, very long time. He accepted a, a new job that, unfortunately, will keep him occupied Wednesday night. So, Duvek, we will miss your UFC and uh, boxing expertise. Uh-huh. Which we will dive into tonight. Oh, which Let's will. pick your brain about that later. Or now, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. I just show up. I'm going I'm to start off with our you know, NFL talk. We got our Super Bowl. Uh-oh. We have our Super Bowl. We got the GOAT, Tom Brady, leading the Bucks over the Packers in a very closely contested game. Versus the Lamb. Versus Baby, <laughs> the versus lamb. baby GOAT. The Lamb. Patty Mahomes <laughs> coming back from a concussion and turf toe. Absolutely lighting Is up the Buffalo. Is Baby GOAT a kid? He's called a kid, right? I'm just calling Baby GOAT. I think he's called a kid. I think he's a kid. <laughs> but came back from a concussion, turf toe, beat down the Buffalo Bills. They're on their way to their second consecutive Super Bowl. Tom Brady's at his 10th. Unheard of. Did you see the stat that he has? He, he It's more likely for him to make the Super Bowl than Steph Curry to make it three? That's crazy, bro. That's sad. He made, That's crazy. Because it's 10 out of how many seasons? So he's at, four, he's at 47% of his career making it to the Super Bowl. And Steph Curry's like field goal percentage is 43 for the <laughs> three. Jesus. So he's Tom Brady at this moment is more likely to get to the Super Bowl than gonna, Steph Curry hit it through. I have, I have an initial Super Bowl prediction, but next Wednesday I will reveal it. I want to see how the week plays out. I think the teams are going to be flying down to Miami later this week to start you know, press conferences, uh, talk to the media, all that good stuff. I want to see what's being said, what's being done. One thing I am hearing, a lot of Kansas City Chiefs players are coming back healthy. But they lost their offense. they lost their they lost their Pro Bowl offensive lineman Eric Fisher to twenty Achilles last week. But and the same thing too with the Bucks. Bucks get their rookie safety Antoine Winfield Jr. He will be back from the Super Bowl. Much needed boost for that secondary who has to compete with Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, McCole Hardman. The list goes on with the Chiefs weapons. We saw it on Week Twelve this year. The Chiefs absolutely lit up the Buccaneers. Tyree Kill had two hundred yards receiving before halftime. Ridiculous. So. Yeah. So what's your, what were your thoughts last week of the football, the games? Did anyone surprise you? Were you, I, were you I, expecting the matchup? You, to be honest with you, I was a little bit surprised by Green Bay and Tampa Bay because I thought I knew Tom Brady was gonna win. I, 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 I here. always I, here's the thing. I had an idea that it was gonna happen because I definitely first of all it's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. If the man can will a declining New England Patriots to three straight Super Bowl appearances, win two of them, then. He can wear one of the best he offenses can, yeah. he's had. Yeah. Like the man, what is this guy, Antonio Brown? Shut up. Antonio, Antonio Brown. So Rick Ace is out there just making a storm up. So we should interrupt his podcast, kicking it with the Shaw Boys. Yeah. He's- <laughs> we should. I'm going to start yelling obscenities. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, nah, I, I'm just I, talking shit. Don't mind me, people. I love that. I, 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 was, that. I was a little surprised by that, but no. Nah, on the other hand, I kind of felt like. There's a distinct possibility that that could happen, despite the fact that Aaron Rodgers was having like a crazy, crazy year this year. Can I give a hot take on that game? Mm. Yeah. I better not be cold. 
I'm not blaming the coaching staff for the Packers. Mm-hmm. I think Rodgers choked the game away. Rodgers choked for the first time in his career. Rodgers choked. I, I hate to interrupt, but I feel here like Kanye West right now. I just want to say Mike Burns made the best music video of 2021. Look <laughs> oh, it right here. Thank you. Oh, you're petty. <laughs> <laughs> Every lane out now. Hi, <laughs> petty. <laughs> Ooh, but. I feel like the person on stage. <laughs> Ooh, uh, commercial or do we keep rolling? No, nah, they get the police stand by me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we re- oh, we not to be re- rude, gather ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> this is their personal life. We shouldn't be watching. Keep camera one on them. <laughs> pan, pan. Starts crying with the award. Zoom in on the tears. I feel like Zoom I'm, in I'm, on the tears. I feel like I'm in the office. The camera's looking at me. I'm trying to look away from the camera. <laughs> Yo. No, but I'm going to bounce off the point. I think for the first time that I can remember, Rogers choked. I don't think it was the play calling. I thought Matt LaFleur did a pretty good job. And How does that happen? Because I, I saw a few plays. There was one play. I think they were down by eight. I think it was 31-23. And Rodgers had... All he had to do was run into the end zone. It was right there. All he had to do was run. And he, just, he elected to just launch the ball. But if he ran... He probably scores because he's athletic. He's a very good quarterback. And yeah. I saw a lot of people blame Matt LaFleur for play calling and whatnot. You know, first off, kicking the field goal where the range they were in, and you have Rodgers as a quarterback, I thought that was a dumb move. But at the same time, too, is Rodgers could use his feet because he's a very good runner of the ball. He's a smart runner of the ball. I don't know why he just didn't go punch it in and you know try and go for two. And then, obviously, the one touchdown they got, they went for two, and Equinemius St. Brown dropped the ball, and he had it right in his hands. I know it was slightly tipped, but it was still like – you know, right in your hands, you had it. So I th- a lot of things went wrong for the Packers. And if you had showed me Tom Brady's stat line and hit the score for, for me, I would have said the Buccaneers got blown out. I saw his rating. He threw three interceptions on three straight drives. I think Rodgers threw one, but he was exceptional the rest of the game. If you showed me their, those two stat lines, I would have been like, oh, yeah, the Packers, Packers blew them out. No but then you showed me the score, and I see the highlights – a lot of the deci- a lot of the decision making fell on Rodgers. Lafleur messed up. But I don't think it's all. A lot of them are pinning on Lafleur. I personally think Rodgers kind of choked it. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he got cold feet trying to run into the end zone, or because he was under the rest the whole game. He just didn't want to get sacked again. Like there was something didn't click on that play where I know and I've seen it where Rodgers would just run the ball in. Sometimes you have to be selfish. You got you can't just keep getting Devontae Adams the ball or. Valdez Scantling or Lazard or Tanyan, like you gotta just do it yourself. Dude. You're Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And then they had all these this dumb talk about his future and contract, but he shut that down. He said none of it's true. And expect them obviously to be back in Green Bay next year. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't be that wouldn't make any sense. They're gonna sever ties with their fucking franchise. Like, come on now. The guy's like one of the best QBs. Ever. Yeah. I mean, he's Mr. Green Bay. But I kind of, the thing is now, after this year, he's going to fall into that conversation of Drew Brees. Like, like one of the best. He's really good. But then people always bring up the dreaded ring argument. Like, yo, he only has one title. But that's that's a bad argument. I mean, because, you know, if he really, he has a, he's a world start champ. From now on to the end of his career, he's in that conversation of Drew Brees, like, one of the best to ever do it, numbers-wise, personality. Well, I mean, Rodgers has had some family issues, but you know what? 
in terms of you know staying you know on the field of you know reputation like, on and off the field reputation right. on and off the field that's what I meant because Rogers has an injury history yeah but like you know he never got really got in trouble never got like arrested you know kind of clipped you know you know not kind of he did he kept a clean record you know he's gonna fall in that conversation with Drew Brees where okay he was good but one time he like he got he got to the promised land one time. And I don't want that. I don't want that for Breeze. I don't want that for Rodgers. Because if you look, you know, if you look at Breeze's numbers, he's easily a Hall of Famer, bro. Oh, he's yeah, he's gonna walk in first ballot. He's easily a Hall. He's of gonna Famer. he's gonna walk in first ballot. But like at one point, his numbers are better than Tom Brady. Yeah. Take away personal accolades. If you look at stats, Drew Breeze was better. Yeah. Like obviously Brady's gonna pass him now by a significant margin because Brady's gonna continue playing. Like you know. Rock Breeze had the numbers. Yeah. And everyone's always going to attach the fact that, you know, he got screwed out a few things. You know, the Minnesota miracle where Marcus Williams wanted to end Stephon Diggs' career rather than just tackle him. And then Diggs ran in for a touchdown. And then the next year, the pass interference, no call. That was terrible. And then the next year against Minnesota again, Kyle Rudolph stiff arms a defender, catches the game-winning touchdown. But these guys have had bad luck. And then this year... Breeze just looked tired, couldn't get the ball downfield. You know that game was that was not a good game. No, Breeze just Breeze just looked tired. Yeah, he looked tired, and Jameis Winston looked phenomenal on that one play. Like I would have just, I would have kept putting Jameis Winston and see how many plays we can get out of him. Hey man, Eli Manning has two rings. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He's gonna go to Hall of Fame because of it. Yeah, if if he take those championships out of it, he's not a Hall of Famer in my opinion. He beat Tom Brady. His numbers are kind of yeah. He beat Brady twice. (laughs) His numbers are kind of. But I feel like that's kind of that kind of what what really makes an argument because Patrick Mahomes can retire right now and he'll make it easily. It's easy. I'm not saying it's easy to make the football Hall of Fame, but it is if you're a football player. If you if you get six, say you get five or six Pro Bowls. Maybe but one, maybe one, maybe one Super Bowl appearance. You have decent numbers. You're gonna make it. You're gonna make. You, you know, like you, you know. think AB makes the Hall of Fame? Absolutely, Antonio Brown. Yeah. What about Terrell Owens? He should, but he's getting kept out of it because I'm his, saying, his, like, his you think AB gets kept off because of the same thing? Antonio Brown. Ah. That I'm wouldn't saying. be fair. That's that exactly wouldn't, what that, I'm that, representing. That it's wouldn't not be fair, though. If they, if they get, I'm, I'm, I'm just, asking if they're asking, do you think it would happen? Yeah. I, well, Dude, look what happened. Do I think look it should what, happen? Look yeah. what happened. No. Do you think it could happen? Well, that he's left off? Yeah. That yeah, because T.O.'s makes... getting left off. Yeah. Look what happened to Kurt Schilling yesterday. Look what happened to Kurt Schilling yesterday. First off, it is impossible to make the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. It is almost impossible. Bro, no one made it this year, right? You need 75% of the vote. Like, that is obscene. Baseball is such a weird And I think they're chastising Kurt they're Schilling. Trying to keep, they're trying to keep, like, a standard. They're tra- Exactly. They're, they're chastising Kurt Schilling because, of, you know, he may have said some terrible things to the press about, you know, political issues, his political views. I think he's getting kept off the ballot because of what he... Well, you know what he has believed in, and maybe some of the not so nice things he said in the past. I think that's what's keeping him off the ballot. Obviously, you know Bonds, Clemens. You know these guys are steroid users. You know there, there's a, there's a fine, there's a, you know, fine line between. It's not a fine line. It's kind of off. a, it's kind of a morality issue. Like, do you vote the guy who cheated, or do you vote the guy who Bonds without steroids was phenomenal? Like, do we vote it? And Clemens too. Clemens was a phenomenal pitcher. Like do we do we look at the 
non-steroid years because if you give me the non But can you guarantee that the non-steroid years were even non-steroid? Yeah. Barry Bonds was. I know, but like can we even trust like that's what I'm saying. You you can't put them on because we can't even trust if they really were clean. I yeah. think Bonds was clean in Pittsburgh and then it got bad when he got to San Yeah, but you think like no one knows that, and it's because he got caught. And like well no, we kinda like they've they've been able to like track it and he's kinda like in a way not really said he's done it, but like we can timeline it more or less. His time in Pittsburgh Clean, I think he was clean as a whistle, you know, and he was a phenomenal ball player. You know, same thing with Alex Rodriguez in Seattle, phenomenal ball player. And Texas, you know, he started cheating and then, you know, kind of carried over to the Yankees for a little bit. And, you know, he kept clean, or he didn't keep clean. He came out clean saying, like, hey, look, I, you know, I did it. My bad. You know, we all kind of we all kind of moved on. Yeah. You know, like I, I try. I think Pete Rose. When you're a Yankee, oh, right? absolutely. When bro. you're a Yankee, it's easy to kind of do what you want. I'm not gonna lie. Pete Pete Rose should be in the Hall. Of absolutely. If sports betting's legal now, it hey, makes no sense. It makes no not sense. Not what he did back betting. in the day sucked. What he did? He bet on his own team. Like he was a manager and he was betting on games, which is like it's but terrible. He, but it's he terrible. bet on himself to win. Sometimes he bet himself to lose. Yeah, that's that. And he would purposely bench star players so that they would be guaranteed losses. Oh, yeah, see, that's trash. But I now, saying, but like, is it like? But the, is, he, but like, in terms of like drug use, it's uh, to like, performance enhancing. Yeah. Clean as a whistle. This yes. is the greatest hitter. And he's a great ball player. He is one of the greatest hitters to grace the game of baseball. Yeah. And he's not in the Hall of Fame, which I think is a travesty. Yeah. I agree. Poor baseball. I, I feel like, look, man. I you, just think it's awful. Like, no one, how do you, how do you, how does no one make the Hall of Fame in a year? A class of Somebody, they need to, baseball is a weird ass sport, bro. It's like one of the No, it's so where, freaking, it's got, they got such an old view way of, of the, seeing an things, old dude. view of the world. Yeah. No that, like, obviously cap. guys like Mariano Rivera and Jeter who were clean their whole careers and they were phenomenal. They won championships. They won, you know. They were franchises. They were all stars, yeah. you know. All these great accolades. Yeah, they're going to walk right in. But, like, now the steroid era guys are getting on the ballot. You know, they've been on the ballot. Some of them are now entering the ballot. Like, A-Rod's going to be in it next year for the first time. You know, Bonds has been on the ballot for years. Like next year's his last year, or else he can't. Or he has to hope that the that another committee elects him in. What? But there's like another committee that can just automatically elect you in. Like Kurt Schilling said it yesterday. I forget what the committee's called, but this committee could, you know, they can say, okay, yeah, now he's going to Hall of Fame. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like what we say goes, and it's happening. Like, a lot of. Some of these guys have gotten in by this committee alone, and like you know, they've elected announcers, radio personalities, certain players that they just get in because this committee. And I'm gonna I'm look it up because this committee is actually the right way on how to do it. Like these guys know what baseball is. They take away all the bias. Exactly. They don't. They kind of. They go strictly by the skill and the stats and. And the data. That time cannot be wasted on just everybody. <laughs> they only like, show up for very special people. The damn. committee. The committee. The veterans committee. The veterans. Are you worthy to be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Go seek then for the veterans committee. <laughs> I see this crap. 
Yeah, I don't see why. I think it's crap. I don't know how you go a year without someone going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's. And I get that this year's like this year's ceremony is from last year's class where they got canceled because of COVID. But like, damn man, like, dude, I was talking about my coworker. I'm like, I'm like guys that make the NBA Hall of Fame and like the NFL Hall of Fame. They have, they're not all of them had like these historically great careers. They had good careers. They made a handful of all-star teams. They may have finished top five in scoring, like, maybe in, two, like, two years. You know, they were very valuable to their franchise. But, like, in terms of, like, championships, like, do we really let them in? But I'm like, yo, they were really valuable to, like, let's hypothetically say, like, oh, you know, so-and-so played for the Denver Nuggets. Like, you know, he made seven all-stars. You know, he was top five in scoring. He stayed with the Nuggets for his entire 17-year career. Yeah. He finished like third on the Nuggets all time scoring list. Like that will get you in the Hall of Fame. It's like it's like uh, like Philip Rivers is gonna get in the Hall of Fame. What or Calvin Johnson? But that's football. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm saying like football and basketball. Like their Hall of Fames are kind of a little. I'm not saying it's easy to do what you do. Melo's a Hall of Famer because he's four. Yeah, and it wasn't even all his career. Like exactly. Black, like, like Melo blackballed from the league, and we we're saying he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like dude, Melo's gonna go to Hall of Fame. He's never he's never gonna win a championship. But you know what? His contributions to Team USA—that's what's going to put him in. Chris Paul, because it's the basketball hall and of fame. scoring and Syracuse. Exactly. Like Chris Paul's going to go. Well, college basketball has their own. What's like, his name? Yeah, there's like people. College in the basketball hall. has their own. Like <clears throat> there's people in the hall of like, fame. Like Draymond Green will make the college basketball hall of fame, and he probably is going to make the NBA hall of fame no. for having. But it's a, the Naismith basketball hall of fame. That's the thing. Yeah, but Which like, like I'm saying, the like, NBA, like, like you people in there from just overseas. Yeah, like they've only played overseas and they're in the hall of fame because it's like yo. They're great. Like, like, if Luke, like, if Luka had stayed at Real Madrid, he would have been the greatest European player of all time. He's going to be a Hall of Famer regardless of where he played, though. Dude, honestly, Luka could be, like, a Patrick Mahomes type in the NBA. Kind of like this hybrid-type player that's just consistently very good. Like, there's certain guys that transcended the way you play certain sports. Like, like this generation of players now, or like even, like, later on, they're going to idolize Steph Curry. Curry single-handedly, debate me if you want, Curry changed the game. Yes. These power forwards and centers are pulling up from three. Yep. If you if a center and a power forward did that in 2003, unless your name was Dirk Nowitzki, <laughs> you're going to find your ass on the bench. No, <laughs> no center's pulling up from three. Yeah. You have MB pulling up from three. Vlade Divac. Brooke Lopez. <laughs> Vlade Divac, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, but like... But like Curry transcended the game, or like now it's like Curry and Clay. Honestly, you can debate Clay involved too. Yeah. Like you have to shoot the three very well now to make yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. Like you know that you whole team have, though. That whole team. Is yeah, like you have to hit threes. Like you know, like you know, Tra- you, you see how Trey Young's game has trans has transferred over to the NBA, where like this is a good ball handler who can shoot at will. Shoot the lights out. Literally inspired by Steph Curry. He is the first. Yeah, these current guys are inspired by Steph Curry. to like, yo, this guy is going to go down as the greatest shooter of all time. Pulling up from three, That's doing all I this stuff. Do. And then, yeah, football, you have Patrick Mahomes, a guy who plays street ball. He, really, he plays football, street ball. Has a cannon for an arm, does these trick plays, has a great mind for the sport. You know, he's great at improvising. Like, this, like these next... These next like class of quarterbacks are gonna look at Patrick Mahomes like, dude, I want to do a no look pass. I want to do like this random flip. I want to run the ball. I want to launch the ball into the third deck in my stadium. Like, <laughs> they might not be able to. 
But they'll be no, like Mah- Mahomes has a special, special. That's baseball, though. Yeah. Imagine how many base. Imagine how many center fielder like how many thirteen year center fielders right now. Kyler. Kyler's got a tremendous arm. But imagine how many how many like center fielders right now are watching Mahomes like thirteen year olds right, and they're like they're like I don't think I really like baseball. They're like watching Mahomes and they're like. I think I'm gonna try football. Then all of a sudden, like they're just gonna be the next like great quarterback. Like what? Yeah, there's these guys that just can throw the rock. Josh Allen. Josh Allen has a tremendous arm, but he's very yeah, he's, seeing, he's very inaccurate. You're, see, you're seeing an entirely new generation of quarterback now, where your quarterback the past, has to run. Yes, in the past, but not just that. Like they can't. They have to be all around really, really good. Like they can't. They have to be as effective inside of the pocket as they are scrambling. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's what makes guys like Patrick Mahomes so special is the fact that he can be just as equally uh, efficient. Just being like you take away his legs, he can't scramble. He's still gonna pass for four hundred plus yards. It's because and he has arm strength. He doesn't need to step. And mind you, it, it also it also helps that he has like this collection of guys. That Absolutely. Are oh, they have so many play. weapons, dude. But, but you know great. what? He has such a crappy offensive line that he's like Russell Wilson. You can give him like a C plus at like line. They're still gonna go out and put up numbers. They're still gonna come out and win you games. They're probably gonna get you into the playoffs. Yeah. Mahomes is just a different breed. Mahomes is great, and it works like it really. Because he's, 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 he's got the IQ too. You have Andy Reid as your coach, and he's like he's effective scrambling outside of the pocket because he can make these like passes across the field, like across his body Indeed. to the other side. Yes. Like he makes these passes that you're not supposed to make as a quarterback, and he just does. It. He doesn't care. That's what they he's do. He's done everything you want to do in an NFL career in only three seasons. That's pretty insane. Like if I look at his accolades and his not even so much his numbers, just personal accolades. He's done what you want to do in an NFL career in only three years. Yep. Pro Bowl, MVP, Super Bowl, countless, countless other awards. Like, Super Bowl and MVP, those are the two things you want to do when you get to the league. Did it. Yep. And he's going to win more. Yep. 130, like, well, under 25, right? Yeah. And the crazy thing was, his team was trailing in that Super Bowl. And he still hasn't hit his prime, which is terrifying. Yeah. He has not. He's almost there. But I think his prime is going to last for a very, very long time. <laughs> Tom Brady's is 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, Tom Brady's like, hasn't left. Like, I, really, I don't think Mahomes has hit his prime yet. Like, there's obviously some stuff. He has. He's mad young. There's still some stuff in his game that he can maybe slightly work on, but it's nothing like so alarming. It could probably take like, an <coughs> off season to correct, and then, you know, there you go. Yeah. It's crazy. Because when he first came into the league, it was like, yo, this kid, is, he's good. But I think he's still beatable. But the more and more you watch him, it's like these motherfuckers are gonna run football for like. And they're all locked up to like yes. long term extensions. Yes. So they're the Chiefs are running football for like the next. They're five all years. locked up, especially when, I mean Mahomes signed like an over a decade contract. Yeah. He doesn't want to go. Tyreek Tyreek resigned. Kelsey resigned. Like they really locked in their. Because future. that's and they love each other. That's, Kelsey loves. That's the team right there. Yeah. No. You know the thing is too. They all like I said. They all really do love each other. They have tremendous team chemistry as well. Like, Tyreek just likes. To Go out there, win. Ty, that's what Tyreek likes Dude, to do. Ty, Ty, Tyreek can do one thing, and that's it. And it's you know, it's, Run it, fast. it's it is what it is. Like in the NFL, speed kills. Mm-hmm. It is very it, speed kills in the NFL. And if you're looking at it first thing, Tyreek kills speed. Yeah, because he doesn't need he doesn't make one handicap. He doesn't need to, he can, but he doesn't need to be flashy. He doesn't need to jump. He just. Outruns you, bro. Like what? Burn corners. Corners on the other side. He's wrong. He's on the wrong <laughs> corner. Like what? Oh, Damn. Man.
Alright, dude, back. Saturday we had a fight. Yeah, we did. Very interesting pay-per-view. We did. First off, shout out to Michael Chandler. Oh, yeah, bro. Shout out to him, man. Debuting in the UFC and beating the hell out of that guy. Like the Australian. Yeah, Daniel Hooker. Yeah. yeah. But, like I said, the one fight we all look forward to, we look forward to it every few months or often is whenever McGregor's in the the octagon. McGregor versus Poirier, part two. Round one looked like, you know, McGregor. McGregor was doing his thing, controlled the match, was doing his thing. Round two. Duvac, explain round two. So, basically, what happened was... Um, wow. <laughs> in the B, in the probably midway, I would say about halfway through the first round, um, Poirier was really laying into these low calf kicks, which is like something that's like really specialized in the camp that Poirier comes from. Um, and it began to take a toll on Connor's front leg, which is crazy because when I was, first round. Was now, was that front. like his plant leg or his front that's, leg? Yeah, that's, that's his lead leg. Like if you take that away from somebody, it doesn't matter. I don't. I wish I was a little puzzled because Connor can fight. You know, he could switch and be just as effective. So I was a little puzzled as to why he, his leg was fucking with him. Why he didn't just switch? But I, I guess he didn't think it was that big of an issue. So basically, his leg was gone. And what happened was the mobility that essentially makes Connor so effective was out the fucking window, and he had his back against the cage. He got caught with this big shot. And when he was trying to slip and get away with it, he got caught with a few more punches. And the other thing too is, you know, head movement doesn't come from your head. Like, you know, you lean in and shit, it comes from your legs and your hips. So if that lead leg is gone, which it was, Connor's head movement was shot to shit too. So he was slipping here and there, but eventually he leaned like right in to the punch that put him down was like this right hook that he leaned right into and it just sat him on his butt and Poirier just, you know, went to town on him from there. And and you could the see like the evolution of Poirier from McGregor Poirier you know what? one yes. to yeah. now. I mean, obviously you can't get much lower than McGregor Poirier one. Like, Poirier got KO'd in four, like 40 dusted. seconds. It was yeah. over. And, it, and it's crazy because I remember I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, yeah, bro, you, you better watch the McGregor fight this weekend. And he was like, nah, man. I'm not gonna watch that shit. He's just gonna, you know, he's it's a feed fight. Like it's a, it's a, you know, he's just feed. They're just feeding McGregor or something. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, don't, don't, don't just assume that because look, man, you. I've gone in, especially nowadays. Like the sport of, if you talk to me in like 2012, 2013, and like the Anderson Silva GSP days, I would say like, yeah, bro, fights are usually locked in. But nowadays, that's not the case. Like you need to be consistently active. Dude, and if, remember, and if you're not, then remember, man. No one, no one gave Chris Weidman a chance against Anderson Silva. Oh, not, not. I did not. No, no one gave him I a shot, not. and that man shocked the world twice. Yes. I mean, mind the second time was because Silva's like snapped in half. Yeah, but still. But the first knocked, one, the first one, Silva out. got too you, cocky. And you can't, you can't dispute a knockout, dude. Yeah. Like he knocked him, he knocked out, he knocked him out, and he was winning that fight too. Like the first round, he took Silva down. Granted, Silva got back up, but he was winning that fight. So. Um, in the case of McGregor and Poirier, it was just one of those things where it's like, you McGregor stepped away for a long, long time. Poirier's been on, he's been not only like on like a, a crazy win streak, he's been dusting every opponent. Like he's had close fights, like he's been in brawls, but he's looked good in absolutely every single one of them. Like his, his defense has looked impeccable. So uh, looks amazing. The golden question is, was this enough for 
Khabib to put the title on the line. No. I'm kidding. Like, I... I I, I, I remember or we're going to see Nate Diaz versus Dustin Poirier. I don't think that. I don't think that either. I think we're going to see um, the ideal fights, the fights that I'm hearing floated around right now, would either be a rematch between Poirier and Gaethje to determine who would be the lightweight. Yeah, I think it's champ. time for. Or they. I think just, it's time for Khabib to vacate the title. Yeah, because he, it's, it's he, not fair for him to like. And that's the thing. Even to Dana toy White, to Dana, toy with yeah. us about like rumored comebacks so now. Yeah. Because after that, Khabib went on Twitter, said some really disrespectful stuff to McGregor. That kind of like... Yeah. And you, you heard, you know, Dana White say, you know, I know Poirier McGregor, pay-per-view is doing better numbers than you. Like, imagine if you and McGregor did part two, how big would that be? It'd be like one of the biggest, like, of all time. I mean, obviously, Khabib will put him to sleep again. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to do. I don't know though because McGregor's Khabib one of those is fighting bears now, right? Now. McG- McGregor's one of those guys where then again, Khabib's also taking a lot of time off. Yeah, it's one of those McGregor's one of those guys where he comes back and rematches stronger. Like that's what I'm saying. Like whether whether you like him as a person, did he lose to Diaz the first time? He or did. Was, okay, so then second time he, he, he beat his ass. Oh, he t- dominated him the second time around. He dominated. He got tired and Diaz poured it on a little bit. But even when he was exhausted. He was, you know, he was still, his head movement still looked really, really good. So, I'm saying, if they do a Poirier McGregor three, I think McGregor is going to yes. be. Yes. The, the McGregor, McGregor's going to watch the tape. Yes. And he kind of knows now that Poirier is going to. Because what did Poirier, Poirier, Poirier is a brawler. He said it before, He said it in the post game and the, the, the post fight interviews. Like, you know, normally I brawl and I get like, really energized into it and I get caught with some stuff. But like this time I was able to, like, kind of, like, control myself and, you know, handle my business and. You know, he did his thing. Yeah. But to be honest with you, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Stylebender fights next month. Or That's Martin and March. That's going to be crazy. I think he's... I think right now he's like... In my opinion, I think pound for pound, he's the best fighter. I can't wait for Mayweather. Because Khabib, Khabib's out. I, I have Khabib... If Khabib was an active fighter, so it could be pound for pound. The best fight in the UFC. I think right now Israel um, Adesanya, is that how he's... Yes. Yeah. I, then, th- I think he's pound for pound the best fighter in the UFC right now. It's tough to debate that. Because he's his style. I don't think John Jones is active anywhere either. John Jones is right now. He's packing on muscle because he's gonna fight Ngannou at heavyweight. Francis Ngannou, you know who that is? No, I guess I'm. I've, I'm, a, I'm still. I'm still learning. He's a fucking murderer. My friend, my friend Sebastian. Shout out to him. He got. He's a huge UFC guy, and he's huge on Israel Adesanya, and you know he, he sent me some clips, and I instantly fell in love with him. Like this guy's. Yeah. And then I saw his one fight at Fight Island completely dominated the dude. Yes. That was, that was, he's one, he's scary, dude. And he's an awesome nickname, the Style Bender. Yeah. That's an awesome nickname. Like, you know, some guy like Dustin the Diamond Poirier or whatever it is, or Iron Mike Chandler. Like, he took that from Tyson, obviously. (laughs) Well, after the fucking fight on Saturday, you can see why, man. Chael Chael Sonnen said something that I, that I, it's tough for me to debate. He, I think Chandler got ahead of himself, calling out all those top guys. After yeah, that run. was a little much. Like I'm, I guess, like, I'm like, dude, Poirier, McGregor, and Khabib, like those three, relax. those three guys will yeah. probably kill you. Yeah, right I'm, now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like I, I really hope they don't rush him because Chael Sonnen kind of said it best. He said, "I believe that Michael Chandler had the best debut in UFC history," and I don't know. Like, there's a part of me that agrees with that, but I also feel like, well. Go back and watch Anderson Silva versus Chris Lieberman, dude. That's fucking flawless. You won't find a, a day. De- it's like a seven-minute debut, and you won't find it. It's beautiful, impeccable striking. But 
Michael Chandler, the reason what made that so impressive was the fact that it was literally, there was next to no punches thrown, and those were like the first two to three punches landed. It, it was, was crazy because that a lot right of people, to the stomach and then left hook. Daniel. That's what win. I'm saying. I was a little perplexed. I was like, why is Dan Hooker the favorite? I, I saw fight? a lot of people say Hooker was going to beat this guy down. I, like, I saw what? a lot. I saw a lot of guys on Twitter saying that, like you know, Hooker and uh, everyone, every like, because this this was like the, uh, the the not really the co-main event, but it was like the fight before the McGregor fight. Yeah. Every person on Twitter that I I did like hashtag UFC. Everyone was saying, "Give me Hooker McGregor, Hooker McGregor, Hooker McGregor," and I'm like, I'm like, dude, like give this Chandler guy a shot. So like, I kind of I never heard of him, and I saw like. Some of his old stuff, like other like independent circuits. Yeah, I'm like I'm looking at him and I'm like, this guy can fight. Yeah, just because you made it to like the big time, doesn't mean you're gonna fold. Yeah, like this guy is not some 22 year old kid out of you know California training out of someone's famous gym. Yeah, this guy's a seasoned vet. Yeah, and another and another. Uh, he had already company. yeah he had already gone to the other promotion. He was the champ there. And I feel like the reason why it is people counted him out was because you have like this sort of this checkered past of guys who were big in like other promotions yeah. and they came to the UFC and they were pretty underwhelmed. You know, Ben Askren, unfortunately, is a big example of that. Shout Hector, out to him. Hector next, Lombard. Uh, next fight for what is it, Logan or Jake? Yeah, I don't fucking care. Whatever, they're both yeah. they're both losers. <laughs> and I, hope, I, hope, I hope Ben Askren just goes <laughs> off in that fight. <laughs> I'm praying. But yeah, man, it's it's... It, it was a little weird to me why it is Daniel Hooker was the favorite. Especially People like Hooker. Stop it. Especially seeing how I think he was coming off a loss, too. So I was like, damn. But yeah, man, it, it was a dope night of fights. Um, I think if uh, McGregor and Poirier run it back, honestly... I there has to be a third. I see McGregor winning it because McGregor was winning that I first round. I know McGregor round. won it. Like, even when dude, McGregor they're... got taken down, he got he popped back up. He circled away from the cage. And he tagged Dustin like three or four times in that first round. Mm. It was just the fact that Dustin was smart enough to, this time around, to incorporate leg kicks and incorporate that low calf kick. And that's just what did McGregor in. But this, the next time around, I think, because McGregor even said, I'd never seen that kick before. I think this time around, he's going to, you know, he knows what to expect. Well, same thing with Cowboy Cerrone. never saw those shoulder thrusts and just yes. kept freaking... Broke, it broke his, it broke, his nose. Broke his nose. That's crazy. And he was doing it. McGregor was doing it again. Yes. And the clench against the cage, you saw he was moving his shoulder. I'm like, dude, he's doing it again. But yes. like, you didn't really like. Well, tag. Are you not allowed to do that? No, no you can. Okay, so it's just this one. He wasn't tagging him like he did Calvary Cerrone. Calvary yes. Cerrone was leaning into these things. Like Poirier kind of had like his neck leaned up a little bit, so he was hitting him like in this. Because he probably area. saw a video of it. He's like, "You're not gonna give me with the." Oh no, these they were probably they probably scouted the hell out of him. Exactly. The last thing Emporia wanted was to go zero and two against McGregor. Yeah. Even though there's like a lot of mutual <laughs> respect, which is weird. Yeah, am, McGregor's am I, really turned over. Am I weird that McGregor looks way more mature? Yes. Like he's not. Like he, he's he not staring up shit with everyone. He, the only person he's really he lost. The only person. He's oh, if him, if him and Khabib, if you're gonna see the old McGregor. Yeah, Khabib get a part. Because because that's the only person he's still doing the same old shit with. He's still talking hella shit to Khabib. Like he's even before the the Poirier fight, he was saying Khabib's afraid. I think he retired because he's afraid to fight me. He's really trying to get that rematch. Yeah, like that's because because. But the weird thing is, Khabib gave Connor his his flowers. 
You said if this is one, two rounds, Connor, but if it goes three, four, and five, he says Poirier. But yeah. he kind of gave Connor the credit. I mean, his prediction was wrong because round two, you know, Poirier just. Dustin. Was Poirier. just yeah. hooking him in the corner and it was yeah. over. And then McGregor <clears throat> was a meme for 48 hours. <laughs> Damn. Hey, man. It happens. What's the next big fight on the calendar? I think. Floyd. Well, Floyd. Who's Floyd fighting? Logan. Oh, you fucking kidding. Man. The next official, yo, Ryan Garcia, Pac-Man. That's an actual fight? Yeah, they, they got signed. Did it? 22-year-old yeah. Ryan Garcia against 42-year-old Manny Pacquiao. That's crazy. What? Yeah. I mean, Pacquiao's going to teach this kid the ropes. I don't know, bro. Ryan Garcia is an animal. That's a scary fight if I'm Pac-Man. I mean, it's tough because, look, man, you can never... Really that fight I would consider, like, paying for you can't count. There's only a handful of boxers I'll pay for, and uh, Pacquiao's in that crowd. Like, you know, Pacquiao, Canelo, um, you know what's um, the one fight you were here watching of two heavyweights, Deontay Wilder. Deontay and, Wilder, Tyson. Oh Fury. my yeah, god, that's, what a fight! Yeah, that, that you know, I'll pay for those guys, but like, or Anthony Joshua, I pay yeah. for him. Yeah, man, I, uh, that's a scary fight. Ryan Garcia is the one with the, that body shot, right? That yes. put that guy in his yeah. ass. He's an animal. He's 22 years old, but he's... He signed Tanello's label, yeah, right? But, yeah, but he's, you know, he hits yeah. like... He hits I, like might have to, and... I might have to root for him because Nello right now is my favorite boxer. So I don't I, blame you, dude. I might have to go with Ryan but Garcia. But it, it's one of those and things... And I love, I love Manny Pacquiao to death, man. It's, it's rooted, one of those things where... I've rooted for him in every fight he's been in. You can't count out Pac-Man, dude, because... Well, he's, Bro, he's that, dude. Those he's, veteran, those veteran savvy guys, man. Like they're they're crafty. Yeah, they know more. When the when the when the, he's got a healthy left shoulder. When the when the ability fails, you know, like when the ability, your talent starts to diminish because that happens with age. The skill and like your years of technique perfecting your craft, that's what takes over. And Pacquiao's still really good at that. Like he's still really good at fighting as Pacquiao, which is very awkward, you know. And it's that. Is a very hard thing to prepare for, you know. It's like the even Keith uh, Thurman, who is like an he's an impeccable boxer. He's yeah. a hell of a technically sound boxer. He fucking lost to Pacquiao. There were moments where he looked good and he was backing Pacquiao up, but Pacquiao dropped him. So Listen, like, I think like this this has all the making <laughs> of when Canelo fought Floyd. Where it was clear and evident that Nello was a little over his head. He's young. Yes. He was hungry. Yeah. But he bit off more than he can chew. And I think right now, looking at it, Garcia had an impressive showing a few weeks ago. But then you got to ask the question, who's but, he fought? Exactly. And that, yeah. it's like, dude, you're, you're, you went from fighting this one guy to you're fighting, fighting one Pacquiao. of the greatest to ever yeah. do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like you jumped from level one. You jumped yeah. from level one to like I'm fighting the boss. Yeah, like gotta, one, or like one of the bosses. You gotta like, ease, your, you gotta ease like, your way into that shit, man. You know what that's I mean? what I'm saying, man. Like I, I get like you know he's 22 year old. You know, these are these young fighters that are hungry. They're coming off of you know uh, a huge victory because like dude, she has social media buzzing. When have you seen someone get knocked out with a body shot? Loma. That was the last time I saw that. Yeah. But like, like something like that, like he legit caved this body. guy's chest in yes. and put him down. Yes. Like I, I get, I get. Show me this clip after. Yeah, I will. It's but scary, like, dude. I mean, don't worry. You have social media buzzing. You know, ride the wave because yeah. you know Anthony Ruiz did that, and then he got taught a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, like I, 
it, it has the makings of Nello versus Mayweather when, like I said, Nello was young, wanted to fight Top Dog, and, you know, Top Dog did Top Dog shit, and he did his thing. Yeah. <laughs> see, Brian man. Garcia, man, I would have waited like, maybe like two or three years. Yeah. Judging on Pacquiao's, you know, health and everything. Or just fight the Top Dog when, you know, Pacquiao says I don't want to fight anymore. And obviously Floyd's kind of like in the... You know, the back burner now, he's not really, like... He's, he's just taking... He's just looking for, like, the next big payday, the yeah. one that gets... He's fighting for checks, dude. He's really... Really, right now, Floyd is really more about shaping other fighters. Yeah. Like, he's... Which is really, cool. Yeah. I like that he's doing that. That's... I, Which I think is cool, that's but, like, really dude, like, fight, fight like these guys in your class, dude. Go for the... Nah, ball. he's fighting Logan. It's a fucking waste, dude. It's a fucking waste. It pains me to see guys... What if he loses... That's not gonna happen. If he loses, that would be the biggest what dive. Mean, That'd be loses? the biggest dive in boxing. What is it? A straight knockout. I Boom! Would, if nah, bro. If that happened, looks like Nate Robinson. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh if God. that happened, I would literally fucking petition the like the athletic commission to launch like a wide scale investigation. I was gonna petition after the freaking Tyson fight. Jesus, Tyson Christ. beat the hell out of him. That shit is. I didn't watch it. Tyson. Tyson won his fight. Tyson Jones Jr. Yeah, Tyson beat the hell out of Roy Jones Jr. That's crazy. It's a tie. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Tyson dominated that fight. That shit is oh crazy, bro. Johnny. Yeah. Run it, bro. Hot take. Uh, my bold prediction. Dope. Listen, man. McGregor took an L. So how do you bounce back? You say, listen, I see, I see my man Mayweather over there my fingers fighting a Paul brother. Right <laughs> so I'm going to fight one too. <laughs> I see McGregor taking on Jake Paul in that boxing match, oh boy. Book it. Shut up! And listen. <laughs>